Welcome back to episode three of Fueling the Flame podcast. I'm your host, Ashley. In this episode, I want to talk about casting and the different forms of casting specifically surrounding the biblical text. So on the YouTube channel, which is FD 1111 Ministries on YouTube, I have plenty of videos surrounding about divination and biblical divination specifically. I've had many people make reference to different scriptures, which I've already covered about divination being wrong, blah, 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 all of that. So you can check those different videos out if you want to go to our our YouTube page, FD 1111 Ministries, just to reference that again. But I wanted to point out that casting is widely spread throughout the biblical text throughout the Bible from the New Testament to the Old Testament and how people would use spiritual narcissism and spiritual bullying to try to project onto others aka casting onto others their opinions I'll save that topic for another time let's get into the different types of casting so the first type of casting is casting in Hollywood such as productions in the entertainment industry where you will have a cast the central character and you have the supporting cast and scenes with the setting the atmosphere all of that can be considered to be a character that will help cast onto the viewer a certain idea next is casting like casting a vote we see this during election time another form of casting is throwing down casting something down um, you would see this in, in banishing. This is a popular tradition for banishing, casting down, removing strongholds and principalities and lower vibrational energies. Next is casting of materials such as metals and or other malleable materials. Think of this as the mind and in alchemy, how you would take one type of metal and transmute it into another metal, or you would take a mold and mold it into what you want it to be, to have it to conform to your vision. The most popular way of how to use the word casting is casting a spell, which is very blatant, where people are making it very well known that they are purposely projecting onto others or manipulating the atmospheres or the elements around them. And lastly is to cast onto others, putting your intention onto others, projecting it onto others. One reference is from 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your worries onto him. I forgot another one, which is casting, casting of lots, um, a divination practice where you take different forms of either sticks, typically with sticks, different sizes, and use that as a divination practice to find out a truth. Some would have um, almost like dices that had different markings on there that they would cast them onto the ground and read the way how they were arranged to come up with some form of an answer. This is the perfect place to start with casting of lots in the Bible. This practice was mainly used in the Old Testament, but there are references in the New Testament. I'm not going to cover all of them. You can Google them for yourself. But however, let's start with um, with the most popular Old Testament figure, Moses. Moses was given the command from the Almighty God to tell Aaron Aaron to cast lots for the two goats 
Now this could have a couple different meanings as you know that animals have different representations and different archetypal energies and descriptions and symbols in these sacred texts but however one was the scapegoat which is a whole nother topic that's one reference. Continuing on is in Numbers 2655 Moses still used the lot system to divide up the territories amongst the 12 tribes of Israel um, also the the 12 houses of the zodiac I mean we can get so deep into this one of my favorite ones is from first Kings 746 where King Solomon um, and it's a whole long list here I'm not going to go all the way through it but however we have the two pillars and the two pillars represent the subconscious and the conscious mind much like the high priestess card in the tarot and there were 400 pomegranates so pomegranates represent wisdom and divine wisdom at that and um, in the Bible 400 is fulfilling the promise of Abraham and the reset of the body and the mind in angel numbers this whole thing that he does here if you want to look it up is a wisdom spell that he's casting he's casting and using the casting of alchemy for to produce more wisdom a little side note is that yes King Solomon is known to be one of the wisest individuals ever and his wisdom did come from a divine source however the wisdom to know how to do something to bring more of whatever that you're casting for is wisdom within itself so you may have the gift of wisdom but to be able to bring more of that wisdom and to replicate that wisdom and to use the wisdom properly is a whole nother practice within itself. So I'm not discrediting the gift of wisdom for it is a gift. People can walk through these different sacraments or do these different castings, but it doesn't mean that, that their intention will play out the way how they planned for it to. Another instance is when Lucifer was casted down from the heavens. Another one about casting down is from 2 Corinthians, casting down strongholds and principalities not of this world. What is that? What is not of this world? Talking about spirits, talking about AKA, also known as energies, the ethers, being able to manipulate the ethers. Casting down is banishing, is removing, is reputing. Another one of my favorites comes from the New Testament, Acts 1.15 through 26. After the whole situation with Judas and the resurrection of the Christ, they needed to replace the slot of Judas, the 12th disciple. So there were two options between two men. After they prayed, then they casted lots to find the right representative to fill that spot. And it was Matthias. And typically, another thing I have to note is that when casting, that there usually is some form of prayer that comes in and is some form of setting the intention. Any practitioner will tell you that it's not about the practice, but it's about the intention. You have to set a clear intention. And that is very clear and evident in the text where everything is very well documented from the ingredients that were used to the locations to the people that were present to the measurements for every square inch of the tent or of the tabernacle of a temple 
to the animals that were sacrificed and how many of them were sacrificed. All of this is like a recipe that is documented so that it can be replicated. Um, think about a book of shadows or a grimoire. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. When a practitioner would set an, set an attention and carry out a sacrament that it was documented. So if it worked, they could go back and make reference to it. If it didn't work, they can go and tweak it much like uh, much like a, a cook or an alchemist or a scientist. Another side note, I'm not saying that sacrificing animals is right or wrong or if it was or was not done. My whole point is that it is symbolic and it is documented because it has some type of meaning to casting that spell, casting that intention. Me personally, I think it's more symbolic. I think it has something to do with the zodiac, the Maserath, which is biblical astrology. It has to do with the energy that the animal carries. Um, and it has a deeper meaning and a higher meaning to me personally. The point of this episode is to point out that casting is evident everywhere. Whether you're watching a film, listening to the radio, or reading the Bible, some type of intention is being placed on you. What type of intention has been set upon you? Are you setting your own attentions? Or are you under the spell of someone else or something else? And to point out that Biblical divination was practiced and still is practiced and okay for those that are chosen to practice for the ordained ones, the high priests, the high priestesses, the healers, the light workers, all of those individuals. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday at 10, 10 a.m. for a new episode. Next week's topic is fasting, the importance of fasting, how to use fasting, the different types of fasting methods there are. So tune in for that because that helps with your divinatory practices. So follow this podcast. If you are watching this as a video on our YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe. If you're interested in forming a healthy daily spiritual practice, you may be interested in the Angel Lunar Planner. Some of the features are a daily spiritual habit tracker, an angel directory, a divination directory, and I cannot forget the new moon, full moon, solstice, and equinox journal prompts, and other spiritual tools to help you form a healthy daily spiritual practice. You can find the Angel Lunar Planner on Amazon. Another wonderful resource is the Ascended Bible Divine Guidance Cards. These are divination and devotional tools that you can use daily to pair with the angel lunar planner you can find that listed on etsy or either on our website so you guys i'll talk to you next time this is ashley for fueling the flame podcast and i'll see you next wednesday